Welcome to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast with John Kim and Noelle Cordeaux. If you're inspired to begin your own life coaching practice or just want to learn a little bit more about what it's all about, visit journey.co. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O for more information. Your adventure awaits. On this episode of the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast, we're going to talk about savoring and taking a daily vacation. Noelle, what do you mean by savoring? Yeah, so savoring is an applied positive intervention. And the role of savoring is to take a break and to actively engage in noticing and enjoying positive experiences. Mm. It reminds me of uh, practicing mindfulness. Um, How is it different or is it? It is very similar to practicing mindfulness. In fact, it is, you know, a mindfulness practice to savor 100%. The very thin delineation here is with mindfulness, you let all emotions come into your body. Um, all experiences come into your body. You give them space, you give them permission to exist here. You're taking positive psychology and following the process through just a little bit more deeply to actively attend to and appreciate and thereby enhance positive experiences. So mindfulness is this idea of um, observation without judgment. Uh, savoring is a little bit angled in that you're 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 putting more weight on what is positive. Yes, you're putting more weight which on which is positive, and you're actually taking time to revel in it, to roll around in it, to feel it for its nutritional impact and the quality of you know happiness and joy that it brings to your life. So what does savoring do? Um, How does that benefit us? I think I know, but let's hear it. Well, so many times our lives are characterized by a fast pace and routine, and people are really stressed out. So taking time to really drop down uh, in your life and, you know, take a moment to um, notice what is good about you increases your endocrine system functioning where you're, you're building resiliency through the slow pulsing of oxytocin, dopamine, serotonin, and you're taking time to feed yourself positive nutrients. So that positive affect is stronger and will be a better predictor of overall happiness. I think what we're talking about right now, savoring um, and also mindfulness and also disqualifying um, uh, or what, you know, the, what I used to do is disqualify the positive a lot. Um, all of this stuff I think is a game changer. Um, if you practice it where you're actually starting to rewire yourself. And for me, um, I used to be the complete opposite. I used to, instead of savoring, I used to only uh, put a put a, a microscope over the the negatives, and I would live in constant worry and blow things up that in my head that weren't even you know <laughs> that weren't even that bad. But uh, I would do I would go the other op- the other way of savoring. Basically, I would live that way, and it was completely stressful and uh, and grayed me out. And do things fast, right? And do, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I always laughed when we would have dinner together. (laughs) 
and I'd be in my first two mouthfuls and you were like, are you ready to go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, you're, you're absolutely right. And that's a great example of, of, of uh, hopefully old John Kim uh, not living in the moment um, and being in his head, um, rushing, right? And so if you want to savor, um, you can't be eating, uh, you know, <laughs> 100 miles an hour and, and trying to move on to the next thing. Yeah. So I found a really cool fun fact that illustrated all of this. And it has to do with your memory. So the more detail that you look at and actually take in, the richer that your memory will be. And if you're focusing it on the positive, when you look back on your life, you will have richer positive memories to engage in. So the more data that you allow yourself to take in of any given experience, um, the more time you will actually experience and form memory. And the less data that you take in, the less time you will actually experience in your life. Yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense. And so to set the intention to slow down and savor um, means that you're taking in more data, more information, and which which actually means that uh, you're living life in color, not in black and white. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know, the last time we chatted, it was about going on vacation and um, leaving your environment. But this this entire exercise has to do with creating a daily vacation in your everyday life. Ooh, now now we're talking. This is what I love. I love bringing things to street level. I love you know taking big concepts and and uh, and, and and figuring out how we can apply uh, apply them to our daily life. Like that's what gets me excited. So um, I'm all about. We were just talking about in the other episode about the the big vacations and all of that. But you know now like threading it into your life to me that's exciting. Hundred percent, and people do not take time to thread daily vacation or the concept of enjoyment into their everyday life. So, what does uh, what does it mean to take a daily vacation in your life? Does it mean to you know not work and to just uh, sleep in late? I'm assuming not. I mean, that's the dream, right? But that's not the reality. So, let's break it down first from a scientific perspective. For the most part, humans have access to far more positive experiences in everyday life than they do negative experiences. Barbara Fredrickson has a ton of great work on this, on her positivity ratio. So when we're talking about tuning into that which is positive and creating... Wait, you mean, you mean that's a fact, we just don't see it? I mean, we it's find just a, it, it is a fact. We just don't see it. And the reason that we don't see it is because of negativity bias, is that our brains are naturally attuned to notice danger and to focus on gossip and noise and stress and tasks and routine and feeling less than versus, hey, what would happen if I went for a scenic walk and really focused on the colors around me right how, how do we so when you talk about uh taking a daily vacation is it uh is it something that you thread into everything you're doing or are you taking space in your uh in your day throughout your day to actually um enjoy you know to what I, you know what i call seeking nectar and enjoying things about your day it's taking an intentional few moments 
to create an experience of savoring. And from a coaching perspective, I can tell you that most people will really completely freak out when you suggest that they actually take a chunk of time right. and do something that they enjoy every day. That they, they will freak out. I don't have time. I can't do that. Not good for me. No, no, no. So from a coaching perspective, we start with 15 minutes and then we build. Mm. So I've because been I've been doing this without even knowing it. Um I started to take, uh, you know, uh, a motorcycle rides for about 15, 20 minutes when there's no traffic. I started to coach people outside. Uh, it made me happier. It made us um, observe the world and be in the world while we're talking about life. And then I started to um, cut my day in half and get my daily sweat in so it changes my state. So just those three things really changed uh my my attitude and my negativity and and all of that stuff so um i could definitely relate to savoring because i i think i've been doing it the last 10 years without really knowing it 100 percent. and this is where you set aside time from your worries fears judgments or any other emotions that would detract from your enjoyment and in order to really get the full mental benefit from this set it up in a way to avoid distractions and focus on noticing we have senses for a reason so if you're taking a hot bath if you're attending a fair if you're watching the sunrise while sipping a mug of coffee or tea if you're at an art gallery there are unlimited possibilities for us to use our senses but we need to really drop down and engage them and understand what they feel like so would you say that savoring is actually um, a part of self-care? Savoring is a self-care booster. Mm. Explain that. So taking time for yourself to let your nervous system chill out and do things that you enjoy is great. But going back to that formula of the more data that you actually take in, the more you will experience and the less data that you take in, the less you will experience. Let's just say you're taking a hot bath. If you are taking a hot bath and you're letting your mind um, roll over everything that happened in your day, everything that you have to do tomorrow, everything that's happening next week, you're not actually experiencing the luxury and the privilege of taking a hot bath. You will not have a memory of that right, experience. Right. But if you are taking time to notice your muscles, get in touch with your body, be grateful that you have a bath to sit in, be grateful that you have 15 minutes out of your day to do this and notice the water, notice the sensations, notice the relaxation, maybe put on music, actually listen to the music, notice what that sounds like, you will remember that experience and it will color the way you view your life. Yes, and you know where I think we really need to do this? Um, so I coach a lot of people with their relationships and dating, um, get a lot of you know people that, that see the glass as half empty. And I wonder how the relationship dynamics can change if you actually start to savor when it comes to your experience with your partner. It can change everything yeah absolutely everything. absolutely i believe that i believe that yeah. with all my heart 
That's the switch from the nervous system to the endocrine system. That's what it does. It turns off your fight or flight response. You, scot you stop scanning for risks and you open your eyes wider and you open your heart wider and you start engaging in micro moments of connection and it feeds your whole body. It repairs cardiovascular damage. Also, just starting to notice the, the, uh, the good things, the beautiful things, the um, things get that get lost in the cracks sometimes in your uh, relationship and with your partner, you know, whether it's a certain look or a, a, an expression of kindness or the, the way that their lips curl or anything like that, you know, all of that stuff, I think, um, we don't think about we just think about the, the, the big problems. And we don't uh, focus on savoring the good, the positive, and and you know why why we fell in love with our partner, right? And so when we do so, I think yeah, it can definitely change um, any relationship, not just romantic, but also even savoring with friends. Yeah, and and you know you have to think about the privilege of companionship too in all of this. You know, life is short and people pass sometimes unexpectedly and, and quickly. And, you know, where do you place your value in, in who a human is and um, the time that you do have with them on this planet? I love that you just said that the privilege of companionship. I think most people don't see it as a privilege. Um, I think most people see it as a uh, uh, there's there's a sense of entitlement, meaning um ownership uh this is my person or they need to act a certain way or they need to treat me a certain way um but to actually see companionship and sharing your your the human exchange as a a privilege is something that that pe most people don't do no and companionship is so fragile so fragile it can disintegrate in a moment and to to take it as something that is fragile that should be nurtured and protected uh is also an act of savoring Mm. So let's recap a little bit and then also talk about if you're a coach, how can you use uh, things like savoring and taking daily vacations uh, with um, applying those to uh, your clients and how to work with them with that? Yeah, absolutely. So to start with, when you're introducing this idea to someone, we're gunning for 15 minutes a day. It's really hard to say, no, I cannot take 15 minutes a day to notice good sensations in my life. And the, the way it works from a functional perspective is that each day you plan for tomorrow's daily vacation, and then you have a chance to look forward to it. So and, John, yeah. what do you want tomorrow's daily vacation to be? Um, I want it to require a donut. <laughs> I wanted okay. to. <laughs> okay, so I, I like this idea of thinking about all my senses. So um, um, although I was kind of joking about the donut, I wasn't in that um, I want some, like something uh, that tastes good, right? That kind of experience would be one. I want uh, some kind of human exchange that is positive, right? So friendship, some kind of connection, whether it's just, you know, hanging with the boys at the gym or a coffee and crepes with a good friend, a meaningful conversation, it doesn't matter, or, you know, intimacy with my girlfriend. So some kind of human exchange connection. Um, and then I want to do something that physically makes me feel alive. So those were, would be three things that I would want uh, in my daily vacation threaded into my, my day. Cool. It would be awesome to put those as like stickies on your calendar and just move them around. Yeah. So you think, so you think uh, 15 minutes of each? 
Well, I mean, we're going for 15 minutes a day, so you can spread those out over the course of a week. Hey, if you can do all that in one day, God bless. That's a great fucking day. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I think the key is actually consistency. So you could do that one day or over one, one weekend, which is great, but that's not going to be a, as effective um, as doing it, threading into your life where you start to, it becomes a practice. Consistency is important. You plan the 15 minutes every day the night before. And then at night, you reflect back on the end of your day and you remember the positive emotions that you were able to savor during your daily vacation that day. Mm. So what's the next step after you've incorporated the 15 minutes of your daily vacation of savoring? Um, what's next after that? Or is that something that you just continue to do? It's rinse and repeat. The goal is to do it 15 minutes a day for an entire week and then reflect back on any differences and notice how you feel and then to keep it going and every day expand that time just a little bit until you get to a point where you're feeding yourself with enough love and happiness bubbles that you change your lens from pessimism to optimism and have a different lived experience of your life. Yeah, and guys, you know this may seem uh, this may seem obvious and simple, um, but because there's science behind it, it's real. And I think that's um, how you can get your clients to to get buy-in. Absolutely, getting buy-in is really important. And you know, 15 minutes to change your life isn't that hard. And so, you know, when you're building motivation with clients, well, what would happen if you never take time to experience joy, happiness, pleasure, and all of your senses? What will the tapestry of your life look like when you die? Uh, miserable. I mean, I, I, I was there. I, I, I never, I never savored. I, I, uh, you know, the, my old life was me, um, forcing myself to go into a coffee shop for like 15 hours, 12 hours every day, no um, connection to the outside world or humans, but just in my head, um, desperately punching keys to, to try to chase this, this shiny dream. And uh, the, the, I was hollow, you know, I was a zombie, I was not not living. And so for me, it took a divorce. But um I savoring wasn't even like that wasn't even a thing that was completely foreign to me back then. So um, to, to your answer, that's that's just it's death. It's death. It's death. And, and a lot of times when clients come to us, they are in the death state and they need mastery experiences to prove to themselves that they're capable of accessing simple happiness. Yes. And, and this is, yeah. And this is one thing, you know, it's not, um, you, you know, when I think about where I was and how unhappy I was just by savoring or having a coach, um, incorporate savoring into my life may not necessarily change me instantly. It's, it's one of many things that we're doing with clients. Correct. Yes, it is just one drop in the bucket. It's one pebble cast into the pond, and uh, it's one tool that you can use. Yes, and I want to end with this. If you're a life coach, um, especially if you are a Catalyst life coach who have studied with us, 
um, incorporate all the stuff into your life first, you know, um, see what that feels like and notice the uh, experiences you're having. Because then when you're coaching other people, you, there's no there's no selling, you're already convinced and you're already going to adapt and uh, use these concepts. Uh, since you've already used them, they're going to just kind of, uh, they're going to come out naturally in the way that you teach and coach other people. So true. Thanks so much. Yes. Guys, remember, take your daily vacation and savor. Have a great one. All right. Be well. Be well.